If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Kind. Kind makes delicious, healthy snacks using whole ingredients. We've got a special offer for you right now. Try 20 Kind snacks with their new snack pack. Enjoy 50% off and free shipping on your first snack pack when you subscribe to it through their Snack Club, Kind's monthly snack subscription service. Go to kindsnacks.com slash wow for more details. That's kindsnacks.com slash wow to learn more and subscribe. I'm Jeff Kaplan, and you're listening to The Instance. <laughs> Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. This is the instance episode uh, 528 for July 6th. Right? Yeah, 2018. I'm <laughs> checking all my dates here. This week was weird because we had a holiday here in America and it kind of jacked things up in the middle. And now I'm not sure where we are or what we're doing. But I'm Scott Johnson, joined by Patrick Beja from Finland. Hello. Hey, yes, I am from Finland. Yeah, Finland. Um, How is it in Helsinki? Uh, What's going on? Are you guys all is uh, it still snowing? <laughs> no, it's not snowing. It's not very warm. Um, I'm not in Helsinki. I'm in the sticks. Oh. I'm in the countryside. Right. And it's it's okay. I mean, it's always in, incredibly beautiful around here, but it's been a little bit cold, so I feel cheated about my summer. Hopefully it will change. Well, we have the opposite problem. It's super hot here, and I'm dying. Uh, speaking of dying in the heat and also the humid heat, we have uh, Garrett Weinzerl, as always. Hello, Garrett. Yes, hello from Stranglethorn Vale. Ah, yes. Down there in America. <laughs> How are the crocodiles Wiener? doing? The crocs, the alligators? Uh, uh, they're trying to eat uh, little dogs, uh, which concerns me as the owner of two of them. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. this reminds me. By the way, don't... Okay, I've been playing... I've been trying to uh, to, to play through to completion um, and all the side content of Assassin's Creed Origins. I've been playing that game because I want to play Odyssey when it comes out, blah, blah, blah. So I've been playing that game do not very curious how you're going to connect this to little dogs well or maybe no, it's, it's to alligators it's, it's to alligators actually so <laughs> i was that i think it's a crocodile yeah here's what you don't do in public if you don't want a bunch of weird tweets and emails i made the mistake of saying on some other show that i'm fighting a lot of alligators in these quests and you They're wouldn't believe crocodiles. they are crocodiles i know and i know that oh. i knew that before I just said alligators kind of like, meh, whatever. I just threw it out there. wasn't paying attention. wasn't Don't thinking about what that, I was Scott. doing. Don't do that, You're on the I, internet. Don't you know? Well, this is the problem. So I got people all up in arms that I that they think I don't know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. I freaking do. I totally know the difference. I get it. Okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> confess something. I'm not sure what the difference is, except <laughs> like one of them has a different nose or uh, the, 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 the snouts, if you can call it that, are a lot pointier. Uh, and right. kind of bony on yeah. the crocodiles. Right. Uh, they're also a lot more aggressive and want to kill you. Yeah. 
They get real yeah. big. Well, alligator, alligators get pretty big too. But yes, crocs are like monster. They're monsters. They're they're monsters. And I and and they are in the game. I kill. They fight me. I fight them. There's a lot of blood and it's real rough. So that was my whole point in it. I accidentally said uh, alligators and I've been taking heat ever since. So anyway, I'll learn my lesson one of these days. Don't say anything on <laughs> well, the internet. Welcome to the internet, Scott. Yeah. Welcome to the internet. It's amazing how you can get attacked for saying something barely wrong. But, Were you attacked though? Well, not really did, attacked. Did, did helpful people come to your intellectual rescue and <laughs> kindly inform you of the difference between the two uh, beasts? Um, uh, it feels like an attack when sixty people do it at the same time. Uh, yeah, yes, that's true. Yes, imagine. Okay, imagine you fall, you slip and fall on the ice. One guy comes and helps you up. Oh, are you okay? Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. That's help. Sixty people coming to help you get up off the ice feels like too much. That, that's yeah. that's the tragedy of the internet, right? Because the 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 fifty sixth person who comes around doesn't know that you've already been getting help for you know fifteen hours, and you've been like, "Yes, <laughs> I'm fine. It's all right. Just enough. Thank you." And I'm like, "Oh, hey, I'll be kind and helpful, Scott. Yeah. Did you know alligators had a much pointier snout and were super super angry at everything?" Uh, I have solved this by just introducing myself as Garrett the idiot. Oh, uh, so I just front load. Uh, anyone taking in anything I say as oh he d- already doesn't know what he's saying sure so and that but see I figured that was built into the response about the crocodiles because people know I goof up words all the time it's, it's sometimes <laughs> I just don't even care I'll just say what's his name oh I don't know uh, Larry P Von Dinkeldorf or whatever I'll make up a name and they know this of me I'm not I'm not out here for accuracy I try I do my best but if I can't think of a thing I'll just say whatever so when they still come at me. I'm like, all right, you don't really know me very well. It just makes me feel like they, you know, they should know me better. I don't know. Yeah, it's like when I'm talking about horde characters. The onus I... is on them. <laughs> yes, the <laughs> onus, the onus is squarely on them. Well, the onus is on us to talk about World of Warcraft and all things Blizzard, which we're going to do here in a second. However, would like to mention uh, pre-show here that if you hang around live chat room, those who are in there now listening live, uh, at the end of the show, we're going to give away some URL. Uh, codes for your very own ownership of URL in the game Heroes of the Storm. We got a bunch of these uh, from that community team. Big thanks to them. Thanks to Garrett also for tracking them down. And uh, we want to give them away. So uh, hang around. We'll we'll give a handful of those away at the end of the show. We actually meant to do it a couple of weeks ago. We got busy and forgot. And now they're still here. So URL, or as some call her, Uriel, and a few call her Uriel or something dumb like that. Just say URL. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, there, she's available for you if you are a lucky person and you will win right after the show. We won't do it, uh, for all the people at home listening because that's boring for you. So we're going to do it when we're done with the podcast. It's a, you'll have an advantage because you're here live. So thank you for being here and we'll give those away as soon as we're done with the show. Okay. That's it for that. Let's do this. I don't know if you guys have noticed, and I heard this from Patrick this week, uh, or last week. Or maybe it was this week when you were telling me that maybe the movie was going to interfere today. But you were talking about how you're getting that itch again. And you're not the only one. Everybody everywhere is starting to feel that wow itch. If you took a little break here in the in the in the latter uh, kind of weaning hours of Legion or you didn't come for that expansion at all. I'm hearing from all types and all kinds saying, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I'm getting an itch to come back. There are a few who are like, ah, I'm not excited about the expansion. Who cares about the Horde and Alliance? Lame, whatever. But mostly, I'm hearing from people who want to who want to get back, and we're only four weeks away, man. That's like nothing. 
It's like five, I would say, but yes. Eh, four and a half. It's, right? Well, yes, maybe, maybe four and a half. Um, or yeah. Anyway, you know, I'm it, it leads me to wonder if two years isn't the right pace for expansions. We kept for the first, you know, eight years, we were like, oh, we need an expansion a year. And you know, they kept saying they would do one a year and they never did. But maybe one every two years is perfect for where we are now with the game. Yeah, I think that that is where we're at. And I don't think they should do it yearly because That's something that feels like too much. Yeah, I don't know why. Someone's going to have a good argument against this, so I'd love to hear them. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I'd want a year. Some people are going to be playing. It's going to remain their main game. And they're going to be playing every day while, you know, only or or in majority and for them it might be a little bit too slow but i think a lot of us have come to a place where we play many many different games so we sort of jump into wow play non-stop for two months and then a little bit less for the next six months um and then fall off a little bit and as we play the many many other excellent games that are available in the world um but yeah i think for those who aren't doing that it might be a little bit too slow garrett do you still still play like a reasonable amount of time every week not every week no i'm I'm just now kind of getting back on on the horse as well um I, i've been talking about it on the last few episodes but i was very slowly working on finally getting my drainor flying because the drainor was the longest right, break right. i ever took from this game yeah. and uh, now that i have it i'm just it's altapalooza for me i'm just <laughs> leveling up everyone that is uh beneath the drainor level yeah well it has a way of doing that right like suddenly you have no not, it's not that you don't have no excuse, but you now have this like quick shot to get everything done. It's like playing Cataclysm all over again. Yeah, it's 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 like my second favorite time to play WoW. It's like right before an expansion, and and I kind of you 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 sit there and you make all your own goals. And my own goals right now are to just have a scatter shot of max level heroes because I can't decide who I want to start on. So I just want all the options in the world. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, uh, there's lots going on as we lead up to the big day. Four weeks from now. What's the actual date? August 9th? August 14th. 14th. There it is. Is that a just Tuesday? sticky that at the top of every note we have from yeah, now until we probably should do that? Isn't it a that's a Tuesday, is it? Let's see. I want to know what that is. Uh August 14th is a Tuesday indeed. All and right. it's a worldwide uh simultaneous launch. So it's gonna be available everywhere at the same time, I believe. Yeah. For the, the first time ever. Usually yeah, in the middle of a damn night for me. Can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be good for you, all the Floridians. Or actually, I think it's during the day now, isn't it? When is this going live? Your state never sleeps. You're fine. I can't, can't remember what time, but I kind of, I think I'm going to miss the midnight launches. Uh, th this is a little bit of an old-timer Patrick tale, but do you guys remember when we would go to the store to buy our <laughs> copies and come Dude, back I home? Like, and... I miss it like crazy. Like, this is a yeah. big thing for me, like in high school and college for, for different video games. It started with Halo, and then, and I'm going to make you feel old because I was in high school and college when I was doing this stuff. Uh, but for World of Warcraft, it, like, I, all, my whole, all my roommates, we all played. And so we would, there was a bar right next to uh, the game store we would go to. So we would go and uh, drink a bunch, and then we would walk over uh, and wait in line for the midnight release of the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. I think there was a, 
Go ahead. Patrick. There was a little bit of a different factor with WoW though, because the servers would get turned on at midnight, right? right and right. everyone would rush to log in at the same time, and it would be like this crazy party of a million players on the same spot trying to reach to click on the quest givers and the servers crashing and like sometime through the the that process they managed to get it uh working pretty well and there were queues in the beginning it was a little bit more communal i think i understand why it's not like this anymore but kind of missed that feeling a little bit yeah i do too but those were you know heady days 06 to 08 where physical copies still were the way to do things. And I remember rushing out and doing it all the way up through. I'm trying to think the first one that was pure digital for me may have been Mists. I think it may have been because, and that was, you know, pretty late in the cycle. I may have done it. I may have gone full digital with uh, Cataclysm. I don't remember, but. but well, um, even before Mists, you would actually install the pre-patch, right? And and then you would just get the box, right. open it, get the key, punch it in, <laughs> and then log in. You yeah. wouldn't install anything at that point. Yeah, which was kind of, I don't miss that because there was a mental break on that for me. Because you would be oh, like, installing All right. was super long and sure. annoying. That sucks, but also just the idea of putting a key in, and that's you went you went and bought a box so that you could get a key out of yeah. it. That's weird. That was kind of dumb. Man. Yeah, well, I was. It's, it's, that's why you get the collector's editions and get that sweet art book. There you go. That you're not <laughs> getting this time. You know that right? exactly. Well, I stopped buying the collector's editions once they <gasps> went up to an obscene amount of money, and I would now I just buy my art books off eBay. Yeah, so. but you can't. Like, what's your collection going to be? looking like wow uh, i have to uh, buy every single collector actually every blizzard game but i have to buy all of them like my collection is going to to be incomplete if i, I don't I, I just care about the the books the, yeah. the only collector's edition i care about is my burning crusade one because it's the first one i ever got the rest sure. of them are just taking up space the only ones i care about are the ones that i've signed by people other than that it's just take you're right it takes up space i don't care yeah, that much yeah. so. i uh, i would probably care quite a bit about the vanilla one but i do not have one and they are impossible to find uh I have oh one. i got one i oh can i say yeah go ahead well yeah yes I, I know you and scott have them well do you have some kind of weird... i got one from 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 blizzard from the offices <laughs> oh big shot nice. like when i got hired i think a couple of years after because i i wasn't playing wow when the game launched and uh there was there were a couple hanging around and i asked the people I didn't just grab it and run. Yeah. Um, but I was like, hey, do you think I could like get one of the collector's editions? Like, and they were already pretty expensive and pretty difficult to find. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got one like that. So it's kind of a, 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 I'm a fake collector. I just got it like, but I don't care. I have it. It looks good. I feel like so. if I told people what I have, it would put me at risk for someone trying to come and take it. So I'm not going to tell you what mine is. But I have. Let's oh. just say I have a vanilla collector's edition, unwrapped, uh, so unused even. So I guess the code in there. Oh, wait, so wrapped. unwrapped or wrapped? Un or sorry, wrapped. Okay, right. yeah, th difference. I said that wrong. <laughs> I said that wrong. I meant wrapped, meaning untouched, like unused, uh, fully wrapped in its original plastic wrap. And then there's one other aspect of it that I can't say, or else we'll get in trouble. But anyway, there is a, a cool. sealed vanilla on ebay right now yeah. uh for three thousand dollars really jeez are they sell? do they do they end up cashing out at that or is that just some idiot uh this is or best offer looks like there's a couple others for over a grand there's another one that's over four grand oh my gosh jeez. if wow. if it's unwrapped i wonder or if it's wrapped sorry untouched i wonder what i wonder where that gets you now these days i'm not saying i'd do it 
I have a lot of I have a lot of reason why I would never do that, but hmm. Anyway, there's that. Uh, so okay, here's a fun question. Go. How much would it take? But you're you you're not you're being all coy and not revealing <laughs> the other thing that makes it valuable. Yeah. Uh, but let's say it was just a regular vanilla collector edition, and you couldn't get another one. Obviously, how much would it take for you to sell it? Everyone right. has a price. Right? The the extra thing is there's a vial of um of Mike Morheim's blood. No, I'm just kidding. There's none of that. Um. <laughs> It's, I like uh, the tavern that said uh, Metzen drew a wiener on it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and it would have been like a total metal wiener, man. That guy, when, they, <laughs> when he used to draw, it what was a, like all like metal drawing and art and stuff. He was super I want to ask you what a metal wiener drawing looks like, <laughs> but I'm not sure it's appropriate for the show. Yeah, it'd be all spiky and like, you know, piercings and things, probably. <laughs> anyway. So, so how much? Uh, I'll bet it's based on what Garrett says, what he's seeing there. I'm guessing... No, no, no! I'm asking how much you would sell. Oh, your what would I let it go for? for? I'll do. I'd do it for ten, ten grand. For ten? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess ten. Yeah. When you get into the the, the double digits in the in the thousands, that's that's when I start to be like, yeah, yeah. You know what? I could use another car. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna move this thing to a storage unit somewhere so it's not here anymore. Because <laughs> now I'm nervous that it's here. Anyway, there's that. Uh, hey, look. Let's talk about this uh, Duelers Guild thing league whatever it's called what's it called duels what is it duelers i just wrote it down duelers uh guild uh, guild league like the brawlers the brawlers guild but duelers guild okay so i didn't was this known before did i somehow miss it or was this brand new news i heard about it okay so this is the first time i've heard about it as well but it's a new pvp system coming in battle for azeroth so patrick you being the big pvp weirdo that you are i what's your oh shit am i I'm not, well, but you, I can. I can take it. You used to be. I'm just curious what you think about it. Like, just generally speaking, do you want to... It sounds boring to me. And so did the other one. The Brawler's Guild thing was boring to me. Now, I'm not the guy to ask, and well, I fully admit it. I'm not your PvP guy in World of Warcraft. I never have been. I, I dally once in a while, dip in there and go, wee, and then I'm done. So I'm not the guy. But you've sometimes been the guy. You've been on PvP servers. You yeah. like that kind of conflict. So... Does this, does this, this is, yeah. What do you think? I mean, yeah, they they go through great pains uh, to say this is for a very specific subset of our players population. Mm. Like it's not even for PVPers. It's specifically for people who like to duel. And um, the way this works is basically like the Brawlers Guild, which was a series of PVE solo encounters, which would get increasingly difficult and you could do it basically for the for the cosmetics and the titles and stuff like that there was no other you know there was no power items anything to be gained uh with that this is for dual pvp so 1v1 pvp which everyone knows is very much broken like you can end up in situations where you have a a um, fight that lasts 15 hours because the uh, healer never stops getting mana and the D- DPS doesn't manage to kill them. Like it, it can be absolutely broken, but some people really like 1v1 PvP. Um, some people, you know, go to specific places in the capitals and just duel, and that's what they do. Um, so this is for those people, and you will get some. Uh, cosmetic stuff and some titles if you win like three duels in a row it can be fun 
um, for those who enjoy this. And there's also the similar to the Brawlers Guild, you actually have the arena somewhere in the capital city and you see the people fighting, <clears throat> the people dueling. So there's like a spectator sport kind of thing going on. But again, I think it's it's for a very specific, dedicated type of PvP player. Not even the entire PvP population, a part of that. Okay. Um, it's a small thing, but I think it's going to be fun. Too. So if a listener is sitting there listening to this right now and they say, man, I really enjoy once in a while in town challenging somebody to a one-on-one -on -one duel, and I've been doing that since vanilla. Wee, it's good times. Are they? This sounds this like this is for them. Right. Exactly. Like this is yeah, a formalized or, version. Of that. Too, like I think if you're if you're a tavern collector, or you're a title collector. Like this has a new tavern. This has a new title, uh, and it's just number of duels you win. So it is like eventually attainable. If I mean, if you're good at dueling. <laughs> yeah, and it feels like that's where it's broken, right? Because you're going to be that's very character class specific. I think in terms of domination. Yeah. Well, and that's why we we loop back to is or is dueling something you enjoy? Right. Right. Because no, because I'll tell you right now, like. Need to Frost mages you're aren't going to win. To be, um, yeah, exactly. It's like you're going to need to be the specific spec from the specific class that can manage to stun lock the opponent long enough to destroy them and right. to set up your specific combo. It's it's very peculiar. Yeah, which is why it bums me out slightly because that's what it will boil down to: who can stun lock another character the longest. Well, I might, I, I, I'm not sure how this works as far as, like, can I go in and duel my friend intentionally? Because yeah. if it's friendly duels and not just, like, crazy try-hard. No, it's random spec. Oh, it's random, random cues. Cute. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, then that is a problem. Otherwise, you, I mean, you and I could just spend all day doing this and getting the achievements and getting the taverns and getting the stuff. And, and we, you know, none would be the wiser on Blizzard's part. But, yeah, they're trying to make it so that people have, actually have to try, I guess. Uh I, I, I don't get the think... reward you need to to win three fights in a row. Yeah. Um, and you don't get your your um uh uh cooldowns reset between the fights. So it's it's really a challenge. Like when you, you use your big, you know, five minutes cooldown, you're gonna have to be pretty sure that you need it in order to do anything. So yeah. if there's yeah, but... some strategy to it, it could be interesting. Yeah. But if you actually pull that off, how badass are you going to feel, man? <laughs> you yeah. be just standing in the middle, you know, unequipping your shirt, yelling, are you not entertained? It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, that speaks to the spectator aspect of it. Like, that is actually interesting yeah. to me. If I found out, um, uh, see, this is the part I don't know. Can I watch a friend in spectator mode fight his way through random queues? I don't. Probably well, not. if he's if he's on your server, then yes, you just go to the arena and you you see who's fighting. Uh, maybe there are some, uh, maybe there are some phases. I don't know, or some. Well, that's what I wondered if you got some instancing server. going on where you'd both need to be mm. there. But uh, that's interesting to me. I'd like to watch somebody who's really good at this do what he does, and you know, annihilate fools and all that. For that's about interesting fifteen aspect. seconds, and then you'll go do a dungeon. Sure, and then I'll log out. <laughs> Um. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. It's a thing. I'm probably not going to be my bag, but uh, players are excited because it was uh, for uh, before now not not mentioned or announced in any PvP forums or discussions. So it seems like a late addition to the game. Um, something they're deciding to tack in there. Uh, speaking of late additions to the game, <laughs> not really. Uh, if you like Christy Golden and you read books, well, then by gum, you've probably read the new book and finished it already, or at least I know a lot of people have. There's been some talk in the chat room pre-show about this. Patrick, you finished the new book. 
Uh, Garrett's mm-hmm. like 100 pages in. I have not cracked it yet. I've been too busy, but I plan to. I have it. I own it. I'm ready to go. But uh, what did you think? We're not going to spoil anything, people. No spoilers. But I, I want to know what Patrick thought of the, the overall I, I have arc. a question for Patrick. I'm 100 pages sure. in. Uh, does it does it pick up? It is a slow burn so far. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Not, so no, <laughs> not really, not really. I mean, there there's a little bit more more stuff that happens, but it does feel like the one thing that happens is stretched over a significant amount of pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not uninteresting, but it's certainly not as engaging as Illidan's story was. And maybe it has to do with the characters and Illidan is kind of, uh, you know, a fan favorite anyway. But I don't know. It's, I mean, I read it on, on I listened to it on uh, Audible and uh, the, the Josh Keaton, who's the narrator, is really good. He does a great job doing the accents, doing the, the I mean, it's very well read. Mm. Um, but I would say it doesn't really become a, a super action-y thing. It's a little bit more cerebral. Uh, cerebral. Cerebral? Cerebral. Uh, cerebral. Cerebral. There you go. Yeah. And so I'm not going to spoil, but it didn't go to places I was hoping. We, like, we don't get explanations for... It's kind of like a side thing, almost, yeah. which has bearing on what happens afterwards. But what I what I will say, and I will be curious to hear Garrett what you think when, once you finished it. Um, I felt like it was very one sided, meaning you understand the uh, motivations of the alliance of Enduin, um, even though he's kind of like a super boys uh, boys scouty prince king still. <laughs> um, but you understand where he's coming from. Sylvanas is kind of just, uh, uh, she's kind of just an ass, just for the sake of being that, an ass. That's the vibe I've been getting, uh, not just from the book, for, but from everything leading into Battle for Azeroth overall, and it's concerning me greatly. Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, we had, um, for before or during the launch of the last expansion, right here, we had a very heated debate um, with with um everyone and with dills and and I, some might say even a little bit too heated <laughs> debate about that. who was right in the uh, broken shores battle where you know the, the horde left and there was certainly ground to stand on on both sides here I'll, i'd be curious to hear what the horde players think but it feels really difficult to defend sylvanas's choices not that she's doing some some incredibly outrageous things yet but it's kind of like you're you're being a douchebag just for the sake of it um, right that, and that's and, that's what i don't because I've, I've looked at the events of the broken short like when it first happened as oh both sides are in the right here this is just a misunderstanding but now yeah. they're writing sylvanas as this kind of megalomaniac uh yeah. and it's very she's one note of, and it seems to have come out of nowhere <laughs> A little bit, yeah. I mean, maybe it's intended. In, it, maybe, I don't know, you know. But if uh, Garrosh was Orc Hitler, I think she is uh, forsaken 
Pol Pot or Kim Jong Un or something. like it's even it. She's she's this in not in the same vein, but I, yeah, I guess in the same vein. She's, she's like she's, she's forsaken Mussolini. Yeah, basically there you go. Um, and well, Mussolini is a little bit more of a fave, even so. I don't know. Maybe she's going to succeed in being an incarnation of evil. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, it's it's so maybe the the horde uh, players are going to have a different outlook on it. But reading it, uh, trying to be neutral, I was like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to get behind Sylvanas in this one. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm concerned, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for expansion. I'm excited to play it uh, from a gameplay perspective. But, but one of the big things for me for Warcraft is the lore right. and the, you know, the arcs that we send these characters through. And uh, Garrosh was so well done. I mean, it was Garrosh was born within the MMO. He was not brought in through Warcraft three, like most of the important uh, arcs that we've seen play out in World of Warcraft. Right. And it was so damn well executed. Uh, and and here we are now with with Sylvanas, uh, one of my favorite characters ever. Uh, in a game where we get to play both factions and, and Blizzard's thing has always been, no, no, Horde is nuanced. They're not just monsters and they're writing them like monsters. Yeah. Here's my, here's my thinking. I have a prediction. They're setting us up and here's how it's going to go. We're all meant to believe that Sylvanas is just a monster, that she is uh, just hell bent on chaos and that she is the villain of this expansion. I think they want us to believe that and they want us to believe that right up until the end because there will be some big turnaround moment where you're like, oh, that was her plan the entire time and it saved the damn planet. Now, I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I'll bet that's where we're headed because that's video well, games. Well, I mean, honestly, it's possible, but I would be very surprised because there, there is no, like, it's not even that there's no hint of this. It's that everything she does is kind of a spoiled, not child, but... I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but yeah. And the Horde is dysfunctional. No one likes each other. It's like Gallywix is off on his own doing some things that Gallywix does, but it's like she, she, she only sees what she can use in her allies, which I understand the Horde is a little bit more of a patchwork of races, but I don't know. It's, it's a bit weird. It's like, it's difficult to find love for the horde, I think in the, these narratives, and when you're a horde player, I think you're gonna feel a little bit lost um, if you read this book. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe some horde listeners who have read it can send their emails and and tell us what they think. Maybe I'm off base here because I am a, an alliance player, but I'd be curious to hear from horde players. Yeah, I'm just saying to satisfy the need of video games, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying it's a grand yeah. plan of hers. I'm just saying at some point there's a turnaround. Call it a redemption. Call it whatever you want. She's going to have her her own little moment where it'll be like, oh, shit, what have I done? And then things will get fixed, and then we're playing a video game again. Like, that's how it's going to go. Yeah. It's a video game, and it has to serve those ends. And they have half, half, maybe more than half their player base who are very invested in the Horde side. If that's true, they can't just throw them under the bus like that. So... I just don't feel like we're getting this long term. Oh no, she's nothing but a two dimensional, you know, villain. I just don't think it's going to happen. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Chat room mm. disagrees with me pretty vehemently, but we'll we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I, I think when you start reading it, you're going to have a hard time imagining this uh, actually taking place. Yeah, which is what they want us to think, right? Ah, see. Yeah, no, but it, there's no path to that. That doesn't seem 
artificial because she's they're kind of backing her into a corner. Any anyway, well. But are we are we uh, saying that she's poorly written? And I'm not trying to throw Christy under the bus. We um, love her, but do you? No, I I, I, poorly written. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I don't don't even think it's necessarily. uh, I don't think Christy is 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 making the the end all be all decision with the direction that they're taking. Mm. Um, I mean, like I said, I was kind of concerned with this. Uh, when when we first saw that concept art of Teldrassil burning, uh, back in BlizzCon before they even announced the book, (laughs) so. I was like, oh, it's, there's got to be something more to this, right? Um, so I'm, I'm hoping there's a little more to it. Uh, but uh, yeah, the writing of Sylvanas overall it seems very one note. All right. It's not that she's badly written. It's that the path they're taking her on is that path. You know, it's not about the writing quite uh, specifically. It's just the storyline. So yeah. Yeah, it, it to me it feels very Garrosh esque, and I'm like, well, we just did this. We just had yeah. the, the Horde's leader as the villain. You know, why are we retreading this path? So well, soon? and as you put it, Garrett, it's pretty easy. I mean, Garrosh, having come from the game and not from any other outsides outside source, and being sort of cobbled together uh, in within the game's realm, that he it makes him a little more disposable, right? Like you can. You can have his arc; it can be impactful, but he can go away, and you're not too upset about it because you're like, "Well, that was a mis- he was a mistake uh, in terms of him being leader, and and Thrall has regrets, and blah 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 blah." And that's it, interesting for, for it is you know the world building. It totally is, but when you take well, Sylvanas, Sylvanas has this really long arc in this game. She is not yeah. just somebody who popped up out of nowhere and yelled for the horde, and we all got excited. Like she's got. <laughs> She's got some meat to her, and to 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 mistreat that meat is what we're saying is 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 dangerous, and that's why this is, this is why I'm I'm having this opinion. I just don't see them doing that to her, and if they do, it'll be really disappointing. So I'm having this weird, like overly optimistic view of of what's going on there, having not read it yet. Um, I don't want them to screw her up, so I keep having faith they won't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I hope that's not misplaced faith. So. We'll see. Yeah, I, I I haven't finished the book yet, so we'll we'll re revisit this, I guess, when I do. But um, I, I'm I'm hoping for nuance, and so far I'm not finding any. Yeah, new not old aunts. You want nuance? I got it. Get you. <laughs> yes. Thank uh, you, no problem. So, hey, want to know more about World of Warcraft? They made a little mini documentary. Uh, they explain the entire history of World of Warcraft in this thing. In fact, it starts off with our good buddy. Uh, Yep, you hear him. Director on World of Warcraft. Hi, my name is Patrick Magruder. Hi, uh, my name is Jimito. I'm the lead gameplay engineer on the World of Warcraft team. And I am the visual development supervisor. And we are here to take you through the history of World of Warcraft. 50 minutes, 45 seconds long. It's almost an hour long. Of Watch an... the whole thing on uh, Saturday. Yeah, what'd you think? Or not Saturday. Yeah. No, I'm so confused because 4th of July. I've watched it 4th of July morning. I just laid in bed and watched this thing. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a, it's a wired it's joint. Cool. Yeah, it seems cool. Uh, that they did this. It's not like an official Blizzard documentary necessarily, but it's a thing they did with Wired, and it it's good. I really liked what I saw. I haven't been able to watch the entire thing about 45 minutes in, and I had to do the show this morning. But uh, uh, I like this. Whenever they do this stuff, it's great. You know, bring it on. Show us more. Tell us more about the history of things. It feels like Ian's the biggest nerd it's, ever. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it's really a... Um, it's a kind of a, a, a trip down memory lane. We were talking about, um, you know, queuing, going to, to queue to get your collector's edition and everything. They go through every expansion and talk about what 
uh, technical challenges they had and the the place they were at in the game back then. And uh, Hezekostas talks about how he went from being a player to being part of the team and his evolving role in the team, a bunch of stuff. It's it's like if you've been playing since the beginning, I would highly recommend you go watch that video. It's going to be uh, 50 hours of 50 minutes of uh, of great fun. Yeah, it's real good. Uh, highly recommend it. And I can't wait to finish the last 15 when we're done here. All right. Uh, we're going to do a couple of emails that are appropriate to World of Warcraft before we get to what else is happening in the world of Blizzard. We're going to rip through some of these. Uh, and they all kind of deal with where people's heads are at with uh, the game right now before they get a new expansion. For example, Andy Johnson wrote in. He says this uh, regarding allied races. He has questions and thoughts. Longtime listener of the show from foggy old London town. Love what you guys do. It helps me get through my early commutes and late nights in the gym. The biggest wish from the community at the moment seems to be more allied races along with more customization for their tunes. Do you think they will? there will be a day when allied races will be purchasable on the store rather than as uh, uh, obtainable through the game? Uh, personally, I don't think, or it doesn't sound like uh, a very Blizzard thing to do, but they are a company, and I would wager... What? <laughs> I would wager that a large proportion <laughs> of the player base uh, would, sorry, would uh, give their money to a store for a chance to play as a Volpura, Volpura or High Elf, etc. So what do you guys think? You'd like to hear our uh, thoughts. Yeah, man, give me uh, every other version of uh, Forsaken, the other races in this game, and uh, my money is yours, Blizzard. So you'd spend, you'd go to, okay, hold on now, Garrett would go to a store, an online store, a Blizzard store, and say... Yes, I would go all the way to my keyboard. <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you would sit right where you're sitting now, and you would press yes and okay and confirm and buy, pay real dollar money for an undead race or whatever. Well, I mean, much like your collector's edition, there is a there is a price that is too high. Yeah. Uh, but What but would yeah. you pay is then? It, is it a reasonable amount? What would you pay? What is that amount? I would say if you keep keep it under 30, and I'll consider it. <laughs> okay. Keep well, it under, wait, keep it under 20, and I'll just for, buy all of them. Yeah. Go ahead. For a night race? Yeah. 20 bucks, yeah. Patrick, wow. 20 bucks. Considering what they charge for like race changes and stuff like that, it's, I, I assume it will be a little higher than I would like to spend. I don't know how all of the current services in the game are higher than I would like to yeah. spend. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I would have said, you know, 10 bucks. Um, but yeah, I guess tw- if I say 10, they're probably going to make it 20. Um, and sorry, what was the name of the. Um, Andy? Of the, oh. No, of the person, the emailer. Oh, Andy Johnson. Yeah, Andy Johnson. Um, so I can't remember. Uh, right he said personally it doesn't sound like a very blizzard thing to do oh how cute that sounds extremely <laughs> like a blizzard thing yes like, they, they have blizzard. a store we can buy mounts right now yeah. it's, exactly you know, you can buy pets you can yeah. buy mounts you can buy pets you have to pay to change servers you have to pay to change appearances i mean you, you can yes. go buy a necromancer for diablo 3 and every time that meant that you mention that the ground rumbles a little from the internet rage yeah no that's true i can feel it now just so, you um, mentioning it just you referring to it not, causes it a little bit yeah not not only doesn't does it very much sound like a blizzard thing to do but it also sounds like something they are going to do i never thought about it how did i but you're a genius andy i think they are going to do well i don't think but i think it it wouldn't surprise me at all if they did it would seem absolutely absolutely like an easy win for them well let's look Um, at the especially if they provide a ton of them for free and they're like, well, you know, you can have a lot of them for free anyway. But if you want this one, mm-hmm. uh, 
you can pay. Here, you here's to, what they'll. Here's what we should be doing. We should be comparing current prices to things. So if you want an amount, uh, premium amount, you're going to pay twenty five bucks. If you want a pet who does nothing, just stands next to you, and you, yes, you can well, fight with him. It's a battle pet. Yeah, but uh, yes, you're right. He's a battle pet. Those are ten, right? Uh, twenty five for amount that you put away most of the time and only are on for part of the game. If you are full-time in a dude, what you paid for, I'll bet they charge you more than 25. I'll bet these are like 50 bucks. That's what? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm 50 bucks. I, I, bet be, be, I think $30, maybe like 35 and it includes a, a race change. That'd be kind of rad. How, how much yeah. is that in Finnish uh, Google jinx or whatever the, what's your currency? Is it called? Euros. Euros. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. But yeah, Finland's part of the European Union. All right. So, so I don't know what that is in those dollars or, that, or the Eurospace money, but uh, but that seems. I mean, <clears throat> I'll tell you what. I would not pay over twenty five is my limit. More than that, you 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 lost me. Not interested. But I but I'm I just feel like a thing that you are constantly all of the time. That's going to cost you more than the thing you pull out to ride somewhere and then get off of it. Just saying, we'll see. I don't know if that's how the I don't know if that's how they'll look at it. They may not look at it that way. They may not look at it and go, "Oh, well, amount's only a temporary thing you're sitting on just once in a while." They may not even look at it that way. But I just feel like they're going to charge more if they do this. And Andy may be right. Maybe they're on their way to doing it. I don't know. It kind of depends. I think this expansion will tell us like how much people really get into the the uh, allied races that are in the game now or that will be in the game will determine a lot about what the future of that looks like. So we'll see. Hopefully it's reasonable. Everything about that scares me. All right. (laughs) An email from Raven says, uh, regarding that free wow weekend after hearing about the wow free weekend on the show, I thought I would not jump back in and give it a shot. I think he meant why not? Yeah. He said, why not? Uh, Maybe run a dungeon or two for old time's sakes. What I realized is that I couldn't, I've been out of things since Warlords, and upon logging in, it hit me <clears throat> that not only do I uh, do I no longer know how to how my rotation works. He's a blood DK, uh, but none of my UI is anywhere near usable. To even start, I need at least an hour of add-ons or UI toggling to get my buttons up, and time to look up what this character does now. Maybe new players can start at one with all the basics and work their way up, but a returning player. I'm afraid has this barrier to entry and it may be too high. Love the show, Raven. Okay, I've been giving this a ton of thought because I recently, in recent months, logged into an old monk I hadn't touched forever. And how I knew how old that monk was is because his clothes were blurry. And that means that he didn't have any... (laughs) He had some really old low-res gear on. (laughs) Uh, This is the first thing I I go in and it's my monk standing there in just blurry clothes. He was wearing an N64 texture. It was awful. Mm-hmm. and um i went oh gotta get those changed out as soon as i could i logged in and i got away from using button mods i know some people are just dead set on never not using button mods but i i wanted to get to a place with with you know as they've done ability trimming and, and pruning and stuff it's been more and more possible to use the default ui when it comes to button management than ever so i prefer doing that when i can um not to say y'all out there with your thousand button mods go for it do what you got to do but it's not my thing anymore so i didn't really have that to deal with but 
abilities he used to have he doesn't have anymore stuff i used to use isn't relevant anymore or whatever and so the button even the default ui is full of stuff that just makes no sense there's weird rotation stuff i don't know what uh, two three and four are doing there they shouldn't be there anymore like it is daunting even made worse if you're using mods because you go in there it's just a giant mess I agree with this 100%. I don't know how Blizzard deals with this, but returning players have a serious barrier. And it's normal for you to come to an old game you haven't played in a long time, any kind of old game, and go, oh, what does this do? I have to, what, wait, what, trigger what? You know, like, even console games. It's just a pain in the ass to get back up to speed. They could do they could do something to, to make that easier. I don't know what it is. I don't know how well, they should do it, but I just feel like that would be easier because when I got into started playing that monk, you know what I felt like doing, Patrick? I felt like firing up a level one monk and starting over because yeah. it was just like, well, I mean, then I'll learn him that they way. They do a little bit. It, it's really difficult to, um, to, to, it's a difficult problem to deal with because if you reset everything, then people might be angry. I mean, you could give the option. Um, the way they deal with it is that when you uh, use a, a uh, boost, character boost, they give you the option to clean things up. And that doesn't clean your add-ons, obviously, but they it does clean all of your inventory bags, your quests. They remove everything and give you like a starter pack for gear and stuff like that. So they handle it a little bit. Uh, not very much, but, you know, there's, there's some of this going. I guess they could do something similar for the UI that could be helpful. Yeah. I mean, what we're yeah, asking. I, I mean, add-ons. So that's just the, the, the an issue that's going to come with it, right? I mean, that's kind of on us as the player. Like, if we're using add-ons, that's just going to be an issue we're going to have to deal with. Right. Um, but I'm assuming if you used add-ons in the past, you're probably more than capable of sorting through this relatively quickly. Yeah. I mean, um, I to to I mean, just to give it a, an example of something I had to do recently, I didn't have to, but I decided to fire up Guild Wars Two to see what they were doing in there. And um, I had been given a code for the two recent expansions. And I thought, well, there's no excuse. I should go check it out. So same deal. I log into some characters that I haven't touched in two years. And I go, I don't know what he does. What is this? What is this thing? I don't understand these things. And a lot has changed. So not only do I not remember the basic systems then, but the game's gone through a ton of iterations like MMOs do over time. So I felt kind of lost. And so what I did instead is started a brand new character learned them up to level five and then used one of their boosts to <laughs> level 50 or whatever they're doing over there. And, and then I was good. Um, now I've set it down and who knows when I'll touch it again. And when I come back, I'll be confused yet again. But the point is that this is not a wow problem. This is a video game problem and it's kind of across the board. So it's, unless it's something you're constantly playing with the exception of my main, like I feel like no matter what happens to my hunter or what they do to him, I'd be able to, it's just so much muscle memory with him. I just pick him up and play him. It wouldn't be that big a deal. But for more obscure stuff, if you haven't been in for a while, like a DK, the, the Death Knights have gone through some stuff, man. They have seen some shit in the last few years. <laughs> Just this expansion, they've gone through some stuff. I mean, right. Frost has changed drastically. Yeah. Like three times off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, it's huge. That's huge, thought. right? Like changes the whole sphere of your place. You know, as soon as you log in, you're not even in the same, you're not even in the same realm anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, per personally, it made me stop playing my, my Death Knight, but um, that's kind of on a class-by-class, spec-by-spec basis, right. and also personal taste, right? But sure. um, yeah, I mean, I really, uh, to boil it back down and bring it back around, to, uh, I think a, a simpler answer is I'm with you, Scott. I think you can play without uh, button mods. Um, most classes now are have been trimmed down enough where if you've got those, those two rows at the bottom, you can set up your hotkeys and have it work. 
Make it work, baby. Work it is what we're saying. All right. Uh, what I don't want is uh, Clippy. I don't want to get into the game and it'd be like, it looks like you haven't logged in in a while. Would you like a tutorial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very well said. Uh, yeah, you don't want that, do you? I don't. Want I don't that. know. I don't know. You might. You might. Would Maybe you? you might. Do if you really? It's well think done. You'd... You know, a zone you go through to get you used to how the character works. I think it might be potentially worth investigating. Um, if it's well done, not too long, and you have the option not to do it. Um, but uh, this is true. Uh, well, all right then. But then they would have to redo it every time they change. Um, anything basically and they change stuff all the time so they probably are not going to do that that probably is true yeah. all right we're going to take a quick moment here to talk about our friends over at kind hey instance listeners you ever tried a kind bar you might have seen them in your local grocery store coffee shop or gym they make delicious healthy snacks using whole ingredients and uh, if you haven't tried them you really should they're tasty and healthy and we have a special deal for you try 20 kind snacks from their seven unique product lines with their snack pack Enjoy 50% off and free shipping on your first snack pack when you subscribe to it through the Snack Club. This is Kind's monthly snack subscription service, which you can find at kindsnacks.com slash wow and get more details. It's the perfect mix of favorites from all your daily stacking, snacking needs or stacking. You stack and snack. Uh, like to start your day with whole grains? Try the oats and honey with toasted coconut granola crust clusters. Need to snack healthy while on the go? How about the dark chocolate nuts and sea salt bar? My favorite. Mmm... Looking for plant-based protein? Take a bite of the crunchy peanut butter protein bar. Also really good. Plus, all of Kind's snacks are crafted with delicious, wholesome ingredients like nuts, fruits, whole grains to keep your body and your taste buds happy. Visit kindsnacks.com slash wow to learn more and subscribe to the Snack Pack. That's kindsnacks.com slash wow. We thank them for sponsoring the show today. All right, let's dive into this. All right, we uh, like to every week look at what else is happening around Blizzard and... Uh, things that aren't necessarily tied to World of Warcraft, and we're going to do that right now. For example, Heroes of the Storm, they must love me and personally want to give me great things. I, I, I... It's more than that, Scott. <laughs> I think they have someone who who was sent some kind of mutant mind reader yeah. who was sent close to your home to observe your thoughts <laughs> and in order to report back to Blizzard for them to deliver the things that will make you the happiest uh, possible. I think it's you're right. Kind of amazing. I think you're right. They've launched this uh, Wasteland Mad Max inspired uh, patch <laughs> that's coming up next week full of skins and mounts that are just awesome. The music they play during that trailer is incredible. It's like they're speaking to me directly and I don't know who to thank. Uh, it's my birthday in a week and a half and uh, this feels like an early birthday present for me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Just put it right into my veins as I said on Twitter. I'm curious if you guys have any thoughts about the, uh, what's it called? I even forgot the name of it. War Chrome. Uh, War Chrome, yeah. War Chrome yeah, War patch. Chrome. It's it, it's insane. What do you think? I need that Nazebo skin now. <laughs> He's riding around on a big spinny blade. He's got like, uh, where, his, where his cool ornate uh, headdress thing usually is, they're coming out like exhaust pipes. It's just, it's an insane skin. The Asmodan alone when he goes into mount mode, uh, normally his feet just catch on fire or whatever, and his kind of default skin. And this thing, he creates like this, like tank tracks, and yep. just oh, flying across the desert, dude. That Rainer yeah. skin is incredible. A uh, uh, Road Warrior Rainer, they call it. He's got a he's got a mount that's basically some kind of 
crazy horse motorcycle thing with a horse skull on the front and there's like a rotating Gatling gun sticking out of the mouth of this horse face. It's incredible. So all I want to do is watch Mad Max and spend time playing that game. <laughs> just, just have it on in the background. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. Stories. It's just such a cool, like, oh my gosh. It's, I, again, I, I'm not trying to freak out too much, but the more of this, the better. It also, we have this theory on Core um, that they're going to have these kinds of uh, weird alternate reality sub sub realms inside the Nexus. And that, like, um, uh, what they call it, Mecha uh, Stormwind, which is like Stormwind from Warcraft, but it's full of, like, giant robots and stuff. Uh, that's already a thing they've done with the Mecha patch and those Mecha skins. Uh, this thing could be some kind of wasteland version of the of the Nexus. Uh, they're going places with that lore, so it's possible they could do something really cool with that. I am so for this. I am so all about this. Oh. So excited. Anyway, I need a cigarette. What's going on now? I don't smoke. Um, <laughs> what's going on in Hearthstone? Anything going on in there that we should talk about? Uh, in the game itself, nothing really new, but we're getting our first teaser of an announcement of an announcement. Oh. That's all right. Then a little animated yeah, so, uh, GIF on the on. Uh, let's see how many days from now. Uh, this upcoming Thursday, they're mm. saying save the date, and it's like an orc hand holding some type of fruit uh, with a hearthstone in the center of it. An orc so, hand holding some fruit. Yeah, I can't tell if it's an apple or a peach, but uh, I'm gonna go with uh, it's it's uh, the Shatrath fruit vendor expansion. <laughs> Uh, Crow Threadstrong is going to be taking us through the next Hearthstone expansion as he threatens the fruit vendor that has left the cart outside of his uh, place of business. Oh my gosh, I've never been so excited about Hearthstone in my life. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. I have no idea what it is, man. If you look at uh, the teaser image that they put at, at the uh, beginning of the standard year, where they like that they have the they show the you know the three like teasers for the three expansions this one has like a an ethereal gateway yeah. so we're all kind of assuming it has something to do with outland and ethereals maybe even netherstorm um but we also thought that the vines uh for the first one was something like emerald dreamy and druidy and it turned out to be uh witchwood which is something we couldn't guess because we didn't know it existed so this could be anything it Who could knows? be yeah you never know so all right that's interesting i want to see what that is maybe it's stranglethorn veil related they haven't done anything in there have they before I don't no, know why but I, I don't know why it would be a pink ethereal gate if it's Stranglethorn Veil. Vale. <laughs> I don't either. You know what it is? I'm fixating on the fruit. I assume there's a lot of fruit in Stranglethorn Veil. Vale. Yeah, that just confuses me. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't understand. Like, what, what does a fruit and an, an ethereal vendor have to maybe, do with, maybe with it's anything? Maybe it's a Handmaiden's Tale crossover, Patrick. Uh, 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 what, what do they say on there? Uh, blessed be the fruit. That's what's going on. <laughs> mm. That's what's someone, happening. Someone on Twitter, because I made that joke. Uh, someone on Twitter is like, hey, there's a lot of ethereal vendors. What if it's a vendor expansion? <laughs> oh. oh, that's terrible. I don't... All your cards are like general goods vendor and mailbox. <laughs> I don't like it. Now I now I hate it, now that you've said it that way. Um... Oh, you liked the uh, handmade sale <laughs> reference, but the, the vendors is too far from you. I'll just say, this is a you know very unrelated thing, but Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale Season 2... Uh, has further solidified that I think that is the best drama currently on uh, TV. It's really good, you guys. Oh, it is. It's harsh though. It's harsh. It oh yeah, don't different. get me wrong. You don't want to. You don't want to go in there lightly. But it's awesome. Really good. And show. you know, well, maybe I'm not going to. Okay, you don't have to. Keep it to yourself. No, I was going to say something, but then I'm not going to. <laughs> okay, leave him wondering. Always want to have him wanting more. That's what I say. 
Hey, uh, Overwatch. All right, Patrick, tell me about the damn hamster in a ball. What's going on with that? Why is everyone freaking out? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Everyone's uh, scratching their head. Um, <laughs> so, okay. You remember, okay, first of all, a uh, quick refresher for uh, Overwatch. You know what Winston is, right? Yeah, he's, a, he's an ape. Yeah, but where does he come from? Oh, he's from the moon base where they trained animals to be sentient, uh, smart people, creatures. Exactly. So uh, already in that world, you have uh, apes that come from the moon and that are intelligent and can do science and speak. So that's already part of the world. And people are very much accepting of this. That was brought in pretty well. there were they were experimenting on other animals on the moon um including apparently a hamster who uh when the uprising of apes uh, happened on the moon kind of hitched a ride with winston by attaching a an escape pod to his vessel uh returning to earth yeah and so he is a sentient intelligent hamster who, as Jeff Kaplan put it, um, would, doesn't speak because obviously that would be just silly. Uh, but he's a scientist hamster who constructs mechs to fight in. And the character, the new character that is just uh, that has just been added to the roster on PTR is one of those mechs that has the hamster in it. Uh, it's called Wrecking Ball. And it is wild like it's super weird as a character it's a it's literally a mech that turns into a ball and the ball can roll around and it has a grappling hook and you can grapple to stuff and spin around in the ball like take height if you go fast enough and slam down on the ground it's a it's a tank uh character and the the character himself is really fun to play super weird uh, the hamster that is inside the Wrecking Ball character, some people have been saying that is too far. Um, actually, Blizzard is on record saying they had a concept for Jetpack Cat. And everyone was like, yeah, Jetpack Cat. It, that would be a cool character, right? We're going to get Jetpack Cat at some point. Right. And uh, Blizzard was like, well, we thought it was maybe a little bit too much out there. And out they no, come with this. I need that. I want Jetpack Cat. That's amazing. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, not, it, it isn't cool. Freaking! You, you uh, don't want. Hammond's you don't the want most... the hamster, but you want the cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I want the hamster too. Hammond is the most excited I have been to get back into Overwatch. Like literally, nice. this is this is not me making fun. This is not me being an ass. Like I'm like they went full anime. Like yeah. finally, they're just yeah. leaning into it. They're oh, like, yeah. this is a game that's anime as shit. Yeah, and they're doing it, and I love it. This is that so was going to be what I, I was really going to say. I like it too. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to portray the, um, the 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 opinion that seems to be prevalent on the internet. I, okay, actually, I yes, think the there are two kinds of fun. people. Uh, the internet, <laughs> basically, I think there are two kinds of people. There are the people who stopped playing Overwatch or who never did, were like, "What? Yeah. The, the, okay, that's just dumb." And the people who are still playing who are like, yeah, Hammond the Hamster in a giant wrecking ball. Why not? Yeah. So I'm part of that second group. Yeah. Um, but I we'll have to see how well he's integrated. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. He's on the PTR uh, now, so you can get in there and fiddle with it if you want. But uh, who knows? Uh, by the way, this I'm is... I'm glad you're excited, Garrett. I am over the hamster moon. That's great. <laughs> I am too. I'm very excited about it. I think, I mean, I was, just, I'm shocked by it, but not in a bad way. I just went, oh, they're going here, are they? All right. 
<laughs> it's definitely weird. Let's just and give you know it a there shot. was some speculation about Hammond and with the hints they they sprinkled uh, around the maps and the teasers and everything. And everyone thought it was going to be either another uh, uh, gorilla like Winston or some kind of chimpanzee or something like that. And then they revealed it was a freaking <laughs> hamster. Well, obviously the name Hammond the hamster, it would have been, uh, you know, it should have been a hint. But everyone was, was like, wait, what? If this had been, look, here's how they, here's the deal. If this had been a chimpanzee inside of a wrecking ball and uh, that was the story, I don't think you'd have the blowback. I think everybody would be okay with it. No, no. People would have been fine with it. Yeah. Which is kind of dumb to say, but I can see why a hamster, but you know, the hamster, he's also like super chubby and he's, he, he like, he does what hamsters do. He's like, (laughs) it's super cute. One more time, That's Patrick. my impression of a hamster. Uh, oh. That was really nice. good. Uh, like you it. can go back and capture it. Yeah. You guys. Uh, th- <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, to me, like, this has been worth it for the for the fan art alone. The fan art coming out of out of the Hammond announcement <laughs> is just filling my heart with joy. It's pretty great. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I'm, what I want in a shooter is unique new ways of playing the game. And they've accomplished that through a weird character. Like, I, I, I don't ever want Overwatch to go... We need somebody serious like Soldier 76 again. Let's get Soldier 85 in here. Like, that's boring. That's lame. Go to your other shooters for that. This game is about whimsical, weird, crazy sort of stuff that creates mechanical opportunities you don't have in other games like this. This is a totally unique idea. I love it. Bring it. I agree. I I mean, they could go too far, and arguably a hamster could be too far, (laughs) but... The character, if we want to talk about gameplay for a second, it is super original. Like you can literally attach your grappling hook to the payload and spin around on the payload endlessly, knocking people off of it. It's it's and you can switch from bow mode to mech mode instantly. There is no cooldown. It's like it is really a weird, different kind of uh gameplay that they're introducing it feels the same kind of role as winston and diva they're like bruiser type tanks that go and disrupt everything but um it's it's a very interesting mechanically uh <laughs> it's just that it's a hamster yeah and why not yeah I why mean, not i've been on the record saying i thought the penguin in um what game was it paladins i can't remember if it was paladins uh, or the gears the the, the uh, gearbox game um, oh, that right. The the well, Paladins is such a rip off of Overwatch anyway. Well, they, they I mean, probably... no, it wasn't. It was the other one. Anyway, the penguin I thought was done without finesse. It was like, oh, it's a cute penguin, but he's super vicious. Yeah. So that's the the funny bit. And it wasn't. It was like, yeah, okay, I, I see what you're going for. Right. This doesn't seem like it's that. It's a cute hamster that is a cute hamster in a giant mech, but. It, it fits somehow the things he does, the way he behaves. I don't know. It it, it seems like it's going to work. Well, so. somebody on the... I'm we'll looking see. at some comments on the Kotaku post for this, and somebody for, uh, proposes that we now have a new phrase to replace jumping the shark. It should be called rolling in the hamster. So there you go. I can see how you would think that. Sure. Uh, but, like, put, put, put a picture up on the feed of Hammond the hamster. Sure. I can do How that. can you not love this thing? No, it's impossible not to love him. He's cute. He's adorable. He's in a badass mech. And, and he's got the full force of the Blizzard Overwatch animators who are masters at this craft. And when you see him 
moving around, and you're gonna love him, I'm sure. Right. I would have gone. I could have gone for a a chimpanzee. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying yeah, this is any worse. Yeah, Winston. Not that he's a chimpanzee. No, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe we didn't need another monkey in the game. That <laughs> monkey, sorry, ape, simian, whatever you want to call him. Uh, but uh, poo flinging hairy humans. <laughs> yeah, get rid of them. There you go. Get rid of the poo flinging hairy humans. So listen, Scott. Alligators <laughs> and uh, and crocodiles are not the same thing. I'll have you. Know. Oh, okay. Now this all makes sense. It's all come together. By the way, hairy. Uh, let's see. What do you call it? Hairy poo flinging. Poo flinging hairy humans. Poo flinging hairy humans. I played bass for them for three years in the nineties. They were great. <laughs> ah, yeah, uh, I like their I like their side band, the Hosen. That's right. They're still touring. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. All right. Well, that's that. We do. Ooh, have... that's the race you're going to be able to pay for too. <laughs> oh yeah, I they hope will so. Not be getting a cent from me. <laughs> I'm buying a hose in the second they go on sale. I will have one. You're crazy. They're awesome. They're the best. Hosen all um, the way. What are you going to buy? What's the first race you want to buy? Name uh, either uh, and uh, just variants of the Forsaken Man. I want. I want to look like uh, either was it Nath- Nathanos? I don't actually. I've never said his name out loud before. Or uh, or or just like Sylvanas, man. Give me undead high elves and undead like humans that don't have all the bones showing. Who's the one that's right? Who, who's the one that says you think we had forgotten? Oh, that's Petricide. I mean, he's just a normal yeah. forsaken model. Oh, I kind of like him. You think we had forgiven? Says <laughs> to the living. <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> Are you kidding? He needs to be in Heroes of the Storm. That's what I'm saying. Get an undead. Uh, yeah, yeah. And an undead warlock would be so much cooler than Gul'dan. Sorry, I, I agree. Although that sorry, guy, Gul'dan. that guy eats my lunch. I freaking hate him right now. Um. Anyway, all right. Well, there's that. Let's do this real quick. Got one more of these. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> technically, we've been doing emails all day today, but we got one more to read, and this came to us to the instance at gmail.com. You're encouraged to use that address. Send us your thoughts. Keep them short and interesting. We'll play them on the show. This was not so much short, but it is interesting, and I wanted to make sure to read it. Mike wrote in and says, Hello all. First off, I'm thrilled to report I'm going to be attending BlizzCon this year for my first time and look forward to seeing you all on the various crews. He's got an overall Blizzard question for us. Uh, As I played my free arena deck in Hearthstone and looked blankly at the word Rush on one of the cards, I realized how long it's been since I played Hearthstone. I tried to come back in a, uh, a few times, but I don't. Or I, sorry, but I just don't have the time to craft current decks, and I'm not invested in the game enough emotionally to buy a bunch of cards and craft hobbled versions of whatever the current decks are in the game. Uh, but then I realized, after I got my ass handed to me in a ranked game, that this same thing was happening to me in Heroes of the Storm. I loved my core group of characters, but having been uh, sorry, haven't been able to buy any of the newer heroes, so I found myself not having as much fun in that game either then i roll over to overwatch on my ps4 and see that even though i have been playing for a while i still won't be playing ranked anytime soon i'm only at level 21 and i find my interest waning because i just feel so left behind or left out i don't don't even get me started with world of warcraft i haven't even finished draenor play uh, tried to play legion and just didn't have the time and now i feel completely left out of the buzz for battle of azeroth so here I am, a returning player, a longtime Blizzard fan, and I don't feel like there's really a place for me in most of the current Blizzard games. There are too many card games to get, or sorry, too many cards to get, too many heroes to learn, too many levels to gain, etc., to really feel like I'm with the rest of the community. I can only imagine how impossible it must feel for totally new players to enjoy Blizzard's hard work. Maybe I'm overthinking it, 
Maybe I should just be happy with my monthly dips into Hearthstone or grazing the uh, the bottle of ranked playing heroes, and just accept that uh, that sorry, accept that what I can do. That's what I can do for now. But I wonder if they're. Uh, I wonder if new players just look at all of this and just walk away. What do you think? Do you think Blizzard is doing enough with its current games to engage totally new players? Thanks so much, says Mike. Well, Mike, I don't know what the answer to this is. Um, well, he's not playing, so he's not caught up. And I'm yeah, not saying that's, that's bad. Thing. It's just what can Blizzard? I don't know what Blizzard can do because at some point it's you're either playing a game or you're not. I mean, Diablo is the thing you could pick right up, right? No, yeah, I, well, I would say all of them. Yeah, I think Hearthstone is the only one where you can feel left out because you have to craft a new deck when the expansion comes out if you want to to be current. I mean, well, you if you want to play with, rank, yeah. you could just play arena. Yeah, That's right. True. I guess yeah, you could go arena, but then you have to pay or you know do the quests and get some gold too. Um, I think all of the other games, you're overthinking it. Because just in Overwatch, just pick one or two characters and try to do what you do. You don't have to, you know, compete super immediately. Um, in WoW, just pick pick up solo at the new expansion because you're going to get back in, I'm guessing, if you play an expansion. Um, you get a boost. So boost your character to the current level and start with everyone else. Uh, even in Heroes, you have access to a number of characters. You have the free-to-play rotation. Just get a character and, and get in. Don't overthinking. Don't think like, oh my god, I'm so behind. I don't understand what's happening with this and that. Uh, it seems to me like those uh, uh, traumas are self-imposed a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to, you have to set your own goals. Um, and it's going to be different for everybody. Uh, but and to maybe, I don't know, dig a little deeper into it i, I think it's easy uh, obviously you're listening to the instance you probably uh read fan sites you probably listen to other podcasts i think it's very easy if you're tapped into the community while not actively playing that it can almost feel alienating in a certain way uh if you don't if you're not on the up and up um but i i would try and flip that reaction on its head try and like, i think what we're trying to do here is, is be inclusive and, and share our share our excitement for these properties with uh with the audience right um so just just because you're you know, maybe we know more or the people that you're randomly getting the games with uh, know more. It shouldn't be, I don't know. I don't think you should look at it as a negative. I think you should look at it as an exciting uh, thing to build towards, to work towards, to, to getting to that level of... of he just, he just of is engagement. feeling behind. He's yeah, feeling I, like everyone's ahead of him. And I get that. I have that feeling sometimes. Certainly, I feel that way with Hearthstone all the time. And I think that yeah, is the Yeah, Hearth, Hearthstone's, I think, the, the worst defender sure. for sure. And I, I can but I'd I say, understand that. Yeah. You know, I'd say start with the game. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing, what, you know, the people you listen to on the instance who happen to be doing this for a living and who play a bunch of games all the time are doing. Don't worry about that. The the love for the game and the engagement in the community come from the game. You know, find the game you love, play it however much you want, and naturally you'll start going to you know, websites to see strategies or decks or whatever. Don't start with that. Go there when you end up being interested in those aspects. But initially, play the game only and, and see where it gets you. So don't put the cart, community cart before the game. Uh, cow? Beef? Horse? Horse. There you go. Before the horse. All right. Cow before <laughs> the horse. That's the one. Never put your cow before the horse. 
yeah. you know you shouldn't do that. I mean, honestly. Cart before the horse is what you're saying. Okay, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, what you're saying I completely agree with. Uh, I will, the example I'm going to use is hop into Overwatch, grab a character, and just start playing. Don't worry about that number. Uh, you'll be matched up with people with similar numbers anyway, so it won't matter. Um, if you're with friends, you'll have just as much fun with them, and they're not going to constantly go, dude, your number is so low compared to mine. And if they do that, then they're not very good friends anyway. Like, this is the world of progression. What he's really actually talking about is progression systems in video games can have the effect of, at least on a mental level, have you look back and go, oh, everyone's ahead of me. Uh, or I haven't kept it's not up. Just or progression. Whatever. It's like the the overabundance of content available. Um, that is that gets him a little bit his head spinning. Right. Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, like with something like Hearthstone, just real wiki. It's great. Like Google's your friend. If you don't know what Rush does, um, or even this is something I never recommend because I don't particularly care for the uh, the single player modes in Hearthstone. Right. Uh, but uh, the new like Dungeon Run and Kobolds and Monster Hunt in Witchwood introduce the new mechanics and introduce them really well like there's going to be a bunch of cards in there that are broken and overpowered and not available to you in the actual game but you're also going to see a lot of rush minions for example yeah. so and there's no pressure in there. you're playing against ai yeah you go in you'll you'll know how the new keywords work right and the keywords are explained when you hover over uh the card yeah so you can hover over them. and just, sometimes i know that that can be a pressure thing when you're playing a game with somebody online you're there's a timer going I would. I think Garrett's right. Hop into those, some of those modes, mess around in there. Yeah. They're a hundred percent free. They don't cost you anything to do. You don't have to buy any cards or craft any cards to do it. You just play it, and those mechanics are spelled out. I think that's a great idea. Um, but outside of that, if you just don't feel all, like it, yeah. don't don't feel like you have to. You don't have to play Hearthstone of he- or Heroes. Just just go back to Overwatch and have fun. Yeah, we're hopping to <laughs> hopping to work. We're going to World of Warcraft. Warcraft's they, got yeah. tons of catch-up mechanics. That's one of the great things about WoW. We forget that they they pioneered catch-up mechanics in MMOs. There were really there's no such thing before them. Like all the other MMOs I ever played, if you wanted to catch up, you did the old long hard way. You ground yourself through a million goblins and killed everything until you were the same level as your friends, and then whatever they had beyond you, you had to earn it. This game has lots of ways to catch up quickly. There's boosts. There's ways to get there quicker so that you're not left in the d- dust entirely. Um, so, I mean, it's it's actually, it's funny. We're thinking about, you know, is it hard to do this? Well, Blizzard's made it easier than anyone else has that that playing these same kind of game, you know, game yeah. arenas or whatever. So, and while by comparison, I mean, the vast majority of players enjoy it as a PvE game, and they're not losing anything by helping you catch up. So from a social aspect as well, WoW is a, a great place to go. Make friends. They will help you catch up. It's not like a, it's not like I go into Heroes of the Storm and I'm going to tank my team league rating because I'm trying to teach you how to play better. Right. That's all true. Uh, thanks for the email. The email address is theinstance@gmail.com. You can send them in and be like Mike, and we'll answer it right here on the show uh let's leave before we do though garrett anything this week happening that will tantalize the earlobes of our listeners for you uh yeah i mean you can always check out the angry chicken for hearthstone into the nexus for heroes of the storm uh but uh last week i did something uh that was very exciting i got uh my wife katie to sit down with me and record an episode of my usually solo podcast that's called r2t2 and we if you want a huge dose of uh, vanilla wow nostalgia mm. go and listen to that episode uh and because we basically just sat there and talked about why we're excited for wow classic and 
uh, shared some stories from when we first started playing World of Warcraft back in 2005. Right. That's awesome. Go listen to that. Also, a nice female perspective on your otherwise man wiener show that you do by yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's just a solo wiener show half the time. Yeah, usually it's just a wiener there. Uh, Patrick, anything happening there with you? I- I'm shocked by that last... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, you know be. what? Yeah. Just go to your podcast app right now. Uh, go to the search field and search for Pixels. That's a show I do about video games in general, not just you know, if you don't have enough games to play with Blizzard games and you want to know about the industry at large and all of the other games, uh, subscribe to Pixels and you will. It's uh, fun, it's interesting, and it's free like all the other. I podcasts. thought it was, I but thought yeah, all that Pixels. did was, I thought the whole point of that show was just to cover, it was like a fan podcast for that Pixels movie with um, with uh, people in it. <laughs> Yeah, with Pac-Man. Um, I get that a lot. You know, it's surprising. But uh, I'm hoping that by roughly 2025, that joke will have gotten old uh-huh. and uh, we'll be able to have gotten to, to get past it. Well, you only but got six or seven until years. Then, yeah. it's still it's still uh, mostly, <laughs> it's strange though, mostly the people who um, who talk about this seem to be named Scott <laughs> and I interact with most often on Friday evenings yeah. my time. Weird. So I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know how that's happening to you either. Yes, Gary, you were saying something? I just want to thank you for reminding me that the terrible movie exists, Scott, because I hadn't thought of it in uh, a long time. One of the worst Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler movies of all time is Pixels. It's really bad. I've I accidentally watched, watched the television where it was, it was on. Yeah, it's it bad. bad. It's really bad. Nobody watched that. But his, his show about video games is really good. It's just an unfortunate naming convention. All right. That's going to do it. <laughs> I for... named it before the, game, the, the movie. Yeah, it's not their okay. fault. It's not your fault. It's their fault or something. No, I sued them. Uh, they laughed me out of court. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he'll do. He's got a lot of money. Uh, that's going to do it for the show, everybody. Thank you all for being here. Uh, if you want to find the website and all the stuff we do, theinstance.net, more shows like this at frogpants.com. Stick around, live listeners. We'll give you some URL codes. That'll happen in a minute. That'll do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Garrett. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.